among millions and millions of people. You are now tuned in to the Cyclones Podcast, where we focus on youth and high school basketball in and around Central Kentucky with interviews and basketball commentary from coaches, players, and basketball minds. And I'm your host, Coach Malik. Welcome to the Cyclones Podcast. I'm Coach Malik, and for all my returning subscribers, thanks for being a part of the Cyclone Nation. If you're new here, hit that subscribe button. And please leave a comment, review, or feedback. On the show today, we have Shelby County Boys Basketball Assistant Coach, Mr. Blake Trailer. Coach, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you for having me, Malik. First, let me say congratulations on the new position. Um, I know that you probably are now even more excited seeing that some of the restrictions are being lifted. Yes, sir. Um, so I, I guess what I've been asking everyone else in the past few months how are you dealing with the COVID situation and how it, has it affected your day-to-day -day life? Man, it, it, it was really difficult at first. Um, so just a little bit of background. I have been at Collins High School in Shelbyville the past five years. Now I'm going to Shelby County High School. Um, and right as soon as it started, we had just won the eighth region championship. We just beat Oldham County in the championship and, you know, we're all excited. Think we're going to go play at uh, Rupp Arena and then everything comes crashing down on us. So it was real di difficult at first. Um, we try to stay optimistic, thinking we might be able to get it in in a couple weeks or without fans or um, eventually maybe possibly early summer. And, you know, so our guys were, we couldn't really do anything as a team, but individually they were going out and working out still, um, trying to stay in shape. But when the news came down, it was real difficult. Um, since it's been... Since we had the restrictions, uh, I've tried to stay busy in some ways. I had my during the day teaching uh, obligations. Um, that was that was uh, a little difficult at first, but it actually kind of came natural to us in Shelby County Public Schools a little bit. We have every student in our district has a device, and so we were able to um, at least shift gears pretty pretty easily there. So that that wasn't too bad. Um, but as far as coaching goes, uh, when I was still on Colin's staff with Coach Gaither, he invited me to go on a um, kind of like a webinar. Uh, Coach Mays, Jason Mays at Ashland put together a Kentucky virtual uh, coaches clinic. And we were able to do an hour just kind of giving some instruction to coaches around the state on some different things. So that was really cool. Um, and then I got presented with the opportunity to – uh, come over to Shelby County High School. Um, so that was a little bit of transition, trying to get all the ducks in a row with that um, as far as the teaching job goes and getting the coaching position lined up and meeting with Coach Oakley over there. Um, Coach Gaither just being really supportive throughout throughout the whole thing. Um, so that took a little bit. And then telling the Collins team that I've been with for five years, telling those players that, that was pretty difficult over a Zoom meeting, having to do that there. Um, but since then, I've been excited. I've been I've been planning a lot. I've put together just a slideshow presentation. I'm going to give out to our co the rest of the coaching staff of just non basketball related issues that I, that I think we can address to um, try to bring the Shelby County program back to the next level. And just personally, I, I put together a home office the past few days, so I got I'm really excited about that room. I've got a 
TV in there that I can airplay up a game film on. I, my buddy gave me a whiteboard that I got hung on, on the wall, so I'm just really excited to have a little coach's war room in my own house. Yeah, I would know the feeling. As you see, we're sitting in a makeshift mm -hmm. studio now. So, um, so Coach, tell us um, a little bit about yourself yeah. and, and also tell us how you got into coaching and kind of give us a path to the position that you're in now. All right. Uh, so I grew up in Owen County, um, just on the other side of Frankfurt from here. A uh, real, real tiny place. Um, and this whole background just goes in my coaching just because of the whole community thing. Um, so I grew up, my, my first love was Owen County basketball. I remember going um, to games in 1996. Owen County had a really good team. They lost in the region finals there. And I was just always around it, you know. My sister was a cheerleader. My mom was a cheerleading coach. I went to every game. I was the water boy when I was in elementary <laughs> school. I was just always around it. I just loved it. Uh, I just loved being around the team. So, you know, then playing in high school and just the community support. Um, community support was like a really big thing. When Owen County has, has good teams and even not so great teams, the community just rallies behind them. Um, and that, that was one of my loves. And so just being around a team and having a community at your back at these small high school basketball games, that was one of the main reasons why I wanted to get into it. Um, and so I went to UK after high school and I knew I wanted to get into coaching. And so my senior year at UK, my basketball coach in high school, Devin Duvall, helped me, um, helped me get in touch with some high school coaches around the area. And we got in touch with uh, Scott Hunley, who was the head coach of Woodford County uh, back when I was my senior year, and that was 2012, 2013. And he told me to come on in, and he welcomed me with open arms. And I spent three years in, in his program. Um, learned a ton from him and Ryan Wilson, who ended up taking over as head coach at Woodford County after Scott. Um, and then from there, I, I started that my senior year at UK. And then when I graduated from UK, I had to do, I did a master's program through Georgetown and, uh, continued coaching Woodford County for those three years. And then after that master's program was over, I, I had to find a full-time job somewhere. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. And so in my mind, I was like, all right, I can't, you know, just, stay at Woodford County forever. I, I got to move on. Um, so I started reaching out with all my coaching contacts I'd made in a few years. Um, and I had a, had a good connection with Chris Gaither at Collins. Um, I was involved with a ministry in college called Campus Outreach. And my mentor at UK, Casey Willis, was also Chris's mentor at Georgetown College when he was in college. And so we had this mutual connection. And um, right away, I gave him a call. I was like, all right, let me see what I can do. Um, and he helped me get uh, interviews, and I ended up getting a position at Shelby West Middle School um, teaching, and I joined his staff right away. And so that's what I've been for the past past five years. Uh, after a couple years, I moved up as his head assistant, and that's what I've been doing the past few years. Um, and then back, back in the fall, Coach Oakley first presented me with an opportunity, an idea of possibly joining him over there. Um, you know, um, there's a clear path to succession as a head coach over there because Coach Oakley is not going to do it too much longer. Um, so I'm hoping moving over to Shelby County, I'll have that opportunity, um, get my foot in the door over there and have right. an opportunity to take over as head coach. Because um, Chris Gaither, he's, you know, he's, he's still got a while. Yeah. His, all his boys are coming through. <laughs> yeah. um, so I, I've also fallen in love with the city of Shelbyville. Um, not from there, but – 
I bought a house there a few years ago. Um, been working in the community for five years, and I, I didn't want to leave. And so I felt like this was a natural step and a great, great opportunity for me. So, Coach, let me ask you, what would you say your role is? And I guess we would have to define this maybe from the Collins point of view mm-hmm. um, within your title of assistant coach. Um, you know, Coach Gaither gave me all kinds of um, opportunity to do anything. I was involved with all the scouting. Uh, him and I were the main ones that watched film. I was anything I wanted to do in practice. He, he gave it to me. I coached the JV team as well the past five years. And he wanted me to, as far as coaching that team, keep his main principles, but he also gave me leeway to do whatever I wanted with the team as far as running different types of stuff. Um, and so I was, I did a lot of player development over there. I was in charge of the weight room, love being in the weight room with those guys. Um, basically anything that I wanted to do and that I was, that I wanted to run with, he gave me that opportunity and I'm very thankful for him for that. Well, and and I think from that perspective, that's kind of an easy job to have when your boss or, so to speak, the person over you is kind of grooming you Mm -hmm. to be on their level Mm -hmm. as opposed to kind of fighting against you and you're on the same team. You you know what I mean? Yeah, Chris Gaither, he's been great for me, him and his family. They took me in when I first moved to Shelbyville. He's like a brother to me. His wife, Katie, is like a sister to me. And they're they're boys. They got three boys and they're like nephews to me. So. He took me in. He, he wants the best for me. He was really um, encouraged me to actually make this move over to Shelby County, even though we're in the same community and yeah. district rivals and right. stuff. So it's been well, really good. And that's a thing that comes from basketball or sports in general that I think a lot of people take for granted is the relationships mm-hmm. that are built. So let me ask you, you brought this up in regards to um, player development. What role do you play in regards to the skill development of the players, and how do you approach that? Um I think there's there's some foundational stuff that you know all players um, need to be equipped with. Um, you know, everybody in this day and age where we've gotten to position, positionless basketball, every player needs to be able to make inside moves. Every player needs to be able to make outside moves. Every play, player's got to be able to guard on the perimeter and inside. Um, so I try to take a whole um, a whole skill approach um, to player development, not just pigeonholing them into, hey, you're a big man. Hey, you're a point guard. You got to work on these skills and these skills only. I, I believe that players need all skills um, to really succeed in today's game. Um, as far as my individual role, uh, we haven't been able to get it started at Shelby County yet, but just going back to my Collins days, um, I like I said earlier, I was the weight room guy um, trying to get their bodies right. Uh, loved that. I just think it builds a lot of team community in there. Um, but as far as skills, we would do four days a week in the spring, um, pretty heavy, and you know, an hour in the co- hour on the court, an hour in the weight room, um, just working on ball handling and shooting, and just just anything and everything. Just just those basic fundamentals. And I was working a player out yesterday, just straight conditioning. We mm-hmm. was outside on the concrete, and uh, what I was telling her was, once you have those fundamentals. It's kind of like riding a bike. Mm-hmm. But if you are trying to do these other things that you see on or that is now glamorized in regards to basketball on higher levels, you're not going to be very successful because you don't have anything to fall back right. on. Yeah, and you can't get away from the fundamentals either. If you listen to any Kobe Bryant interview that he ever did, the first hour of his interview was just – or the first hour of each of his workouts was footwork, footwork, footwork. basic footwork. Like you can't get away from it. 
Um, we, I, I really believe that one of the reasons why we won the region championship this year is because we just, we committed to every single day in practice at the beginning of practice. All we did was shoot layups and different footworks and different finishes on layups. And it wasn't the Euro step. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't like this crazy up and under layup move. It was just jump stop off two feet, go up strong to the basket. Um, we also committed to fundamentals of everybody walling up and guarding the post because we weren't very big. So it's just these little small things that that really build championship teams when everybody thinks it's you know the flashy stuff that right. you see Kyrie Irving doing, but he's the only one that can do those moves, not the guys at the high school. Exactly, level. exactly. And if you look back and you watch the greats, they made it so simple. Mm -hmm. Right. Kobe made it look difficult because his footwork was so good, but simple. Mm -hmm. He didn't have to go between the legs a thousand times. He didn't have to go between no. his behind his back fifty times. He wanted to get you quick. A lot of times, it's one hard move and go. That's all you need. Mm -hmm. That's all you need. So let me ask you, and you just brought this up again. You are making this easy for me, <laughs> too easy for me. How are you approaching leaving a school that just made the Sweet Sixteen to a school that won seven games last year? Yeah, you know, number one, I'm excited. Um, it it was difficult. Uh, to make that decision just because over the past five years, I've developed such good relationships. You know, the group that is going to be seniors at Collins this year, my first year of teaching, they were in seventh grade. Um, and I taught seventh grade that year. And so I was going to go with them. They were going to be my first class that I went all the way through with. Mm -hmm. And so I've got such tight relationships with those guys that, um, making that decision to leave was really difficult. Um, but, one thing that I always think about is this is, and I, uh, I've interviewed for some other jobs over the past few years, had some other opportunities presented to me, um, but none of them felt right and didn't, didn't want to leave, um, for various reasons. But one thing that, that I always say is, and I always want to, that I want to promote my players is what legacy are you leaving? Mm. Um, and so I felt like, at Collins, I've pretty much left um, as much legacy as I possibly could there. Yes. Like, what what else, what else could I do in that assistant coach's role at Collins um, to add to that legacy? You know, since I've been there, we've won two regions. We won a um, we won a game at state the first year. Um, we won the region in this year. We made it to the King of Bluegrass Finals. Like, we I've pretty much maxed out my my legacy that I can leave as an assistant at Collins and so I'm just ready for a new challenge and that new challenge that I'm excited about is how can we get Shelby County back to what it used to be because you know I mean I'm sure you know this everybody around the state knows this I mean Shelby County was the powerhouse mm. in eighth region for a long time yes um my parents talk about it <laughs> they they both graduated in 1978 and that and Shelby County was the deal like my mom my dad talks about the baseball team my mom talks about the cheerleaders yeah. like everything about shelby county yeah. was 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 it in, in the in central kentucky and even when i was in high school i graduated graduated in 2009 in 2008 they made the final four of the state and they won the region in 2010 and so my my legacy that i want to leave now is how do we build that back right so what do you anticipate your role to be with Shelby County? And do you think it would kind of be on a different parallel than what you had at Collins? Uh, I think it'll be a lot of the same. 
Coach Oakley and I have talked. Um, he's going to give me a lot of freedom and doing what I want to do. I We haven't even nailed down what officially my position is going to be this year as far as he, he basically told me um, pick a team that you want to coach as far as freshman, JV, if you do, just want to be a varsity assistant. I haven't quite made that decision yet. Um, so he's going to give me a lot of freedom uh, to implement a lot of different stuff uh, that I'd like to. So I think it'll be a lot of a lot of the same, um, but maybe even a little bit more uh, of increased just freedom in implementing some different stuff. And before we continue, a quick word to our sponsors. And that buzzer sound is the end of the first quarter. It's time for a word to our sponsors. We would like to thank Whitaker Bank for being a sponsor of the Capital City Cyclones program. Whitaker Bank, uniquely Kentucky. And we are back. Coach Malik, Cyclones podcast, and we have Blake Trailer, Shelby County Boys assistant coach with us. So, Coach, this is going to be a difficult one for you. So, being in the same district mm-hmm. and having played against Shelby County, what do you think – you're bringing to the staff to assist with that program's growth that we just spoke about. Yeah, well, not just Shelby County. Woodford County is now in the district mm, as well. Yes. I coached Woodford County for three years. Yes. So uh, Gaither is, has joked with me. He's like, man, you going to go to Anderson County, Spencer <laughs> County next? Like, you're going to cover You're going to cover every team in the district? Uh, but, no, I've, I've scouted Shelby so much the past few years that um, – I can see some things from a different perspective. You know, some of the best coaches say uh, one of the best things you can do is scout yourself like you're playing against yourself. Um, and so that that's going to be easy transition for me because I've scouted them so much. Now I haven't seen what they're doing on the inside. But as far as watching all kinds of game film against Shelby County, I think I know some of the tendencies and stuff that, that can help us um, – increase our, our production on the court just from the other aspect of it. Right. And, and speaking of that growth, at, at what at this point in your career, what would you say your career goal is in regards to um, moving forward in basketball? Yeah, well, um, when I first sat down with Scott Hunley, when I was a senior in college at UK, we had our first meeting. And uh, when I was interested on in coming on his staff, the first thing he asked me was, do you want to be a head coach one day? Because I don't bring people on my staff that don't want to be head coach. That's right. And so I was like, I was 21 years old. I was like, <laughs> I, you know, I guess. Because yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't know at the time. I was just like, I just want to join your staff and be right. around it, man. But I was like, sure, Scott. Yeah, I want to be a head coach. Right. Um, but then as you, as you get into it, this will be my – it's crazy. I feel like it, it's flown by. This will be my – ninth year coaching high school basketball already i'm 29 years old um i everybody i think i have a goal to being of being a head coach um and i think people who really get into it at at a young age like i did um most people unless you get burnt out and leave after leave it after a few years i think most people like that's the trajectory you want right you want to be a head coach and you want to build a program of your own that you can take pride in um and, and that's my goal whether it be at like I said, I came over to Shelby County to hopefully be able to take that step there or end up going going elsewhere to, to take that step as well. But I'm hoping it's, a, it's at Shelby County. 
Now, I know what motivates me to coach, but I'm always curious as to other coaches. And I've been around a lot of different coaches and a lot of coaches have given me a lot of different answers. Mm -hmm. um, but what motivates you to coach and to continue to grow mm -hmm. as a coach? Well, I first got into it. Um, I first got into it. Originally in college, I and I heard Coach Cody say this. He planned on being a, a state state, tro state trooper. Yeah. Uh, and so, in in some regards, I can relate to that not being a state trooper. But when I first went to college, you know, my dad's a banker, and I was like, well, I'll just go into business. Uh, it just didn't feel right. And I then at the end of my freshman year, I switched to electrical engineering major because that was what my uncle did. Um, worked for a summer at an electric co-op. Didn't like it. Didn't feel right. And I always had this tug at me, I think, because um, it was what I loved, you know, to be a history teacher and, and a basketball coach. Um, it's what I always enjoyed growing up. And so it was just kind of a natural, just, you know, th these are the things I like. But uh, I would also say that my freshman year of college, even though I grew up in church, I, I came to know Christ my freshman year of college. And just that uh, I almost went on staff with Camp Sourage, that ministry I talked about earlier. Um, but just the ability to have a possession, a profession where my job is that I get to influence, um, young people mm. in the classroom and, and in basketball, that, that, that's why I got into it. Um, but you know, what keeps me going? It's, it's, yeah. Um, being able to influence young people. I think that's the big broad thing, but as far as if you want to keep nailing it down, it's, um, it's my love for just being a part of a team. Um, that's what I loved growing up about Owen County. It was yeah. just being a part of the team, being in the locker room, being in the yeah. weight room. Um, just everyone having a common goal of this is what we're here for. Um, man, I love that. And I think at times, you know, we can get focused a little bit too much on winning. And we mm. got to scale it back that's to, right. okay, why am I here in the first place? And it's help build up, um, build up young men. That's right. So – and you brought your mom and dad up on a couple of occasions. So let me ask you, what, who has or people or person been that biggest role model in regards to influencing not only your life as a coach, but your life, period? Yeah. Um, you know, my parents definitely, my mom, was, uh, she's a retired teacher. And like I said, she was a cheerleading coach. So she was, she was involved with it in this profession as well. Um, my dad's given me all kinds of lessons along the way um actually when i was in between woodford county and collins i thought i was going to get a job at Owen county i mm -hmm. thought i was i did a long-term sub job there and i thought i was going to end up getting a job there and they decided to go um in a different direction and i was i was destroyed by that no oh. um it ended up being a blessing um but at the time you know my dad told me he said um the greatest revenge is a massive, massive success. Um, and I really took that to heart. Um, and like I said, it's been a blessing because I've you know, had such great success and now I feel settled in Shelbyville because of that. Um, so my parents, um, Casey Willis, I talked about him earlier, mine and Chris Gaither's um, mutual mentor uh, in college. One thing that I always hold from him is that he told me my freshman year of college, he said, you can't just flip a switch one day 20 years down the road and be the man you want to be you know you've got to you've got to have this vision in your head and you've got to work at it each and every day um so that was a really big lesson I took from him 
and then all the coaches I've been, I've been around, um, I can pinpoint something that every single one of them, you know, in my playing days in Owen County, the head coach, he's still the head coach there, Devin Duvall, he told me, or he taught me, I learned from him just how important the team was um, and how important the community is. You know, we would sing the fight song, the <laughs> school fight song uh, at the end of a lot of practices. You know, taking pride in your school. TJ Westman there, he's the AD there now. He was my JV coach. Uh, he's like a big brother to me. But he taught me the importance of the weight room and getting getting your bodies right. Um, then once I moved on to Woodford County, Scott Hunley, he uh, he kind of had a whole whole approach to it, um, just making it uh, making it fun, but making it technical and just really, he was the first one that taught me the game from a coach's perspective. And you mm. know how it is; it's totally different yes. from a player to a coach. Oh, like you yes. got to see everything. Yes, uh, Ryan Wilson there as well. Ryan Wilson's one of the most fun guys I've ever been around, and players loved him, and I try to emulate that. Um, then moving on to, to Collins, and Chris Gaither's the most technical guy, most fundamental guy, pays attention to the details um, like crazy, and so he taught me a lot of that. He showed me what it takes to run a successful program as far as fundraising and promotion and all kinds of stuff like that goes into it. And, and then just people that I've met um, outside of it. Like, I learned a lot. Uh, from watching Anderson County girls this year from Clay Bird Whistle, um, you know, great program. You know, there was um, watching them. I watched them practice a couple times. Picked his brain a lot. I even took one of his offense that we ended up running in the regional tournament um, from him. So just trying to learn from a lot of different perspectives and a lot of different types of people has been really good for me. And I think that's the beauty of this coaching fraternity. Um, there are there are no in the grand scheme of things there are no enemies outside of the lines. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of coaches in this area have no problem sitting down with you, letting you pick their brain, yeah. even you know letting you sit in on practices. That for me has been huge as well because I'm a brain picker. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm I'm a constant learner. Um, and before we take our quick break, shout out to Owen County. <laughs> Y'all know I love you, uh, T.J. Wesselman. Amy, the girls coach, and all the girls down there, shout out to Owen County. And after the break, uh, we're going to find out what has been Blake's most rewarding thing about coaching thus far. You're listening to the Cyclones Podcast, a component of the Capital City Cyclones Sports Program Incorporated, a 501c3 nonprofit that promotes skill development in youth and high school basketball. If you would like information in regards to donating, sponsorship, or becoming a volunteer, please check out our Facebook page at Capital City Cyclones. And we are back. So, Coach, let me ask you, up to this point, what's been the most rewarding thing for you in regards to coaching? You know, I think the the easiest answer would be you know, name out some of the biggest wins or championships or stuff you've been a part of. And there's been a couple ones of those who that have been sweet. You know, uh, one guy, and this brings me back to our last conversation, I went down um, to Embry-Riddle team camp. Uh, I coached with Owen County that summer between Woodford County and Collins. And um, the, man, the head assistant down there, uh, he told me, basically he gave me some advice to treat everything whether you be a freshman team, JV team, treat it like you're the head coach of the varsity program. 
And so my first opportunity to be a head coach of any program was my second year at Woodford County. Um, I was the freshman coach. Man, I I loved that. I loved yeah. that group. We practiced. Um, you know, Woodford County doesn't have an auxiliary gym or anything. We practiced at Simmons Elementary three <laughs> three nights a week. We practiced at Falling Springs Rec Center two days a week. Um, and I loved that place. Um, that that year, a couple years that I was the freshman coach was so fun there. Um, but that team, when they were in middle school, they, they didn't have a ton of success, and we just kept chipping away, chipping away, chipping away, and they trusted me, and I trusted them. And I was growing a lot. Um, they were growing a lot. We were all growing together, and we ended up winning the – the 41st district freshman championship <laughs> that year. Yeah. And that was just so big. They had never beat, um, they had never beat Franklin County ever in middle school. And when we, when we beat them, that was just really fun. Right. That, that, that was rewarding just because it was like everybody for, they're coming to high school for the first time. I'm a head coach for the first right. time. And so that, that year was just so fun. Um, my dream growing up was always to win the eighth region and play in the state tournament. I ever got it done as a player, but that first it was my second year at Collins. The first time um, I got to go to Rope, we won the 8th region. Um, and, man, that game was so tight. We lost to Anderson County in the district final at Collins, at our home place. And then we ended up playing them in the region championship at Henry County. And we won by one. They missed a last-second shot. And that that feeling, that emotion right there, yeah, just a goal that you've had your whole life coming true, and being that tight of a game, yeah, man, that was overwhelming. That, that I cried like a baby that night. Yeah, I, bet. Oh, I, I was bet. just so I, happy. Like yeah. a kid, a kid from Owen County, um, you know, a tiny place who's had some really good success for a, for an all A school. Um, to be able to achieve that goal, it was, man, it was anything you'd ever ever dream of. Um, and then this past year, uh, being able to win the eighth region again, it it felt very. Like redemption, I did an interview with uh, Matt Buttlesworth at Tri-State Interstate Sports right after the game was over, and he came up to me and said, you know, what's the feeling here? And I just said redemption. That's right. Um, the year before, we lost to Oldham County on a full-court buzzer-beater play in the mm. first round of the region. That was the most heart heartbreaking experience I've ever had. Um, and in this past year, we lost to – this year we lost to them in the regular season. And then we just built and built and built, and we grinded and grinded and grinded, and to be able to come back and and beat them in the in the region final was, man, it, it was it was a great feeling. It just felt just felt like we we accomplished the goal. Um, so those are the basketball related ones. But other than that, I've been in it long enough now to see some guys graduate and go on to do different things. Players that I had playing a game at um we played a game at Madison Central this year, and I look up. Uh, in the stands and on the balcony above is a guy running a camera for a TV news station. And it's a guy coached on that Woodford County really? freshman team I'm really? talking about. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my gosh. Number one, I've been doing this long enough now that I'm seeing guys come through right. and starting to have jobs and careers. But two, like, how cool is this? Right. How cool is this seeing a guy who I coached up there now for a TV news station, like covering the game? Um and then teaching this year, I got to I got to do a FaceTime uh, with 60 students with a former Collins player who lives in Australia. Um, he played his high school ball for two years at Collins, but he's from Australia and he moved back there. And it was right around the time of the Australian forest fires. 
um, Jackson Tess, his name. Um, and so having a former player be able to be across the globe, mm. but still him wanting to be able to give back and just to his community here in Shelbyville was, was really cool. Um, and he was able to talk, you know, we, we talk about in Shelby County Public Schools being global citizens and him being able to help fulfill that for our students was really cool. So just seeing players now go out and um, enter the workforce and be doing really good things to their communities has been really cool as well. Right. And, and it goes back to those relationships that, that are built, mm -hmm. that, that you carry a lifetime and not just four years in high school. Mm -hmm. um, so now we got to bring out the crystal ball. All right. Okay. Let's look forward a little bit. What can we expect to see from the Shelby County boys, not only next season, but hopefully in their maturation and growth within the next few seasons? Yeah, well, we've got uh, coming back, we've got our entire starting back quarterback. Um, three guys, Jay Sean Marshall, Trent Birchfield, and Austin Griffin, who are returning. Um, they got a lot of experience. I would say behind Spencer County in our district, we've got the most experienced um, backcourt returning. Um, so we're going to lie uh, heavily on those guys um, for leadership and just play. And they've, they've been in they've been in those moments. They've been in close games. Um, they got, you know, just from an opposing coach's perspective, as I was last year, watching their growth throughout the year was tremendous. So they'll, they'll bring a lot to the table this year. Um, we've got a, we've got some young guys who are, are going to have to get ready to play and fill some other roles. Mm. Um, they're. There's some good talent on that side of the county um, that hasn't quite had an opportunity to shine yet um, that I think um, with, you know, commitment to the program and, and skill development and weights and um, that we've got some, some guys to be able to mix in. Um, there's a really good incoming freshman class coming in. Um, they were the best – they were – the best team, eighth grade team in the county last year. There's three middle schools in Shelby County now. Um, and so being able to bring them in and getting them rolling uh, right away in our program and seeing their maturation, that, that's what really gets me excited about the future. And, you know, East Middle, um, East Middle has had really, really good talent the past past few years. Some, some of the kids have left and um, moved on to other schools and then ended up at Shelby County High School. Um, but the talent has been on that side of the county that um, with the right pieces in place, like we, we can make a push back at um, being right there with Collins and right there with the 30th, 30th district and the rest of the eighth region. Coach, I want to like, I'd like to thank you for joining us. Um, I, I know that the move that you made is going to be great for your career. Um, we wish yourself and the Shelby County program, much success. And we all sh also, I want to say that when the game goes down, I'm on Shelby County side, <laughs> not the Collins side. So I just want you to know that, okay? Man, for me personally, uh, <laughs> looking at our schedule this coming year, December 4th and December 8th, I've got back-to-back -back games against Owen County and against Collins. Oh, so uh, that, that week is going to be a going to be a emotional one for me. Right, I, I, I bet. And, and we're going to be supporting from the sidelines because, like we said, we wish you and the program much success. To everyone listening, thanks for being a part of the Cyclone Nation. Please share with a friend, relative, or colleague. And if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe, comment, and leave a review. For Blake Trailer. I'm Coach Malik, Cyclones Podcast.